This is the NBL Show. Play NBL Fantasy for free. You could win $5,000 plus daily prizes at nbl.com.au slash fantasy. Welcome to this week's edition of the NBL Show. Sam Hargrove joined by NBL champion Peter Hooley. And we are just... Still just catching our breath, Pete, after what was one of the greatest displays of sporting innovation, uh, courage and execution of an idea uh, that we've seen uh, in this country. The NBL Cup was a raging success. Perth Wildcats turning their season around. They'd won two games coming in. They go 7-1 and one in their eight games, $150,000 for them. Southeast Melbourne Phoenix on the, on the last day jumped from sixth to second in one game to claim $100,000 in the Bullets. $50,000. It made seasons. It broke seasons. It had everything that you'd want and a whole lot more. It really did. And that's exactly right. The Phoenix jumping up to come second from one game really comes down to what the cup was all about. Winning quarters and all that. And no matter what happened, they had to go out hard in, in that game. And they played the Breakers, who if the Breakers won all uh, every quarter in the game, they would have won some money as well. So there was just so much... It was riding on every single game, and that's why I think it's a, it's a big success as well. And I'm excited to see. I've heard all the rumours about how they're going to tweak it and everything going forward. I'm excited for the changes because we've seen that the baseline is success. What mm. can we do now to make it even better? Uh, you take that show on the road, absolutely. I mean, I, 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 it, as someone who lives in Melbourne, I'd, I'd hate to see it go, but for someone who loves the idea of a truly national sport... You take that show on the road, it, it, it's it's a big win. Well, it will be. A point for every quarter that you mm. win, the, the coach's challenge, everything they implemented worked really well. It added to the drama of it. It uh, added to the um, to the the standard of it. The, the point for winning the quarter, to me, is one of the single great innovations that I've seen. It kept every quarter interesting. It kept every game live. And as we say, second last game, the, the results weren't decided until then. Yeah, and a lot of people on the opposite, a few saying, oh, I don't like the quarter, but it's for that reason because you're going to play a lot of games in a short, shorter period of time then you're going to get the elite players on the floor at every single moment. Every single game is going to be treated like a finals game, essentially, where yep. you're still going to play your bench, but you're going to have your superstars out there. Even if you're up 30, like the Phoenix, if they were up 30 in the Breakers game but needed to win that last quarter to come second, of, of course they're going to leave everybody out there and... Uh, yeah, I loved it, and I'm, I know it's going to be, if it's implemented again next year, it'll be definitely moving around, and who gets it then, and then we just go from there of how it works. Mitch McCarron uh, for the Melbourne United uh, team that ended up having what they would consider, and what we all consider, a pretty ordinary mm. NBL Cup. They were undefeated coming in. Uh, they lost four out of their eight games. Uh, still sit top of the NBL ladder overall, but with the Perth breathing down their neck, who now go play three games at home. Um, we'll speak to Mitch McCarron, who's having a ripping season himself. DJ Vasiljevic, a lot of people's nominee, yours included for Rookie of the Year. He will join us in a couple of minutes' time uh, as well. Um, your biggest takeaway from the NBL Cup, I think you've already given us. Uh, did you want to do your Hooli hierarchy now? Yeah, I mean, I think Melbourne are still there just because they've had a lot of injuries and I think Jack White is a really big out, um, which would be interesting to talk to Mitch McCarron about how things have gone on the training track this week because they they played the Kings on Friday in Sydney, which is going to be huge. Mm. That game's always a big rivalry. The Wildcats are, are straight up. And I, I had the Wildcats on the edge at the start of the season, but now they're there and they still have a potential import spot to come. Like, it's, it's pretty crazy what they're doing. The Phoenix as well and then the Kings. I think the Kings are just slowly going about their business 
with everything. They've had injuries as well. Xavier Cooks has yet to play. Um, Gerald Ma- uh, Martin is back. So they're going to be mm. tough to beat on any given night. And then we're forgetting your boys, the Bullets. They're rolling as well. Oh, aren't they? Lamar Patterson's back in there. And Lamar, but that is big news during the week that the Breakers let Lamar Patterson go. They'd signed. Um, Orlando Johnson. Orlando, they've signed Orlando Johnson? No, no. Orlando Johnson was with the Breakers. Orlando, uh, bullets. Orlando Johnson was let go by the Bullets. But the Breakers themselves signed uh, Jeremy Kendall and also um, uh, McDowell White. Yep. Uh, Daryl White's. Son can, um, can play. Can play. Yep. He's in the twenty-four man boomer squad. Uh, yep. He can play. So you always wonder: well, are they a bit guard heavy? And uh, what they might do? They've released Lamar Patterson. He's been snapped up again by the bullets. So, uh, and they've let Orlando Johnson go. So how Lamar Patterson, Vic Law, and Nathan Sobey all work together? I can't wait to see. But Nathan Sobey's in MVP caliber form. Well, that's the that's the question, isn't it? Is how both teams going to work? Because in basketball, there's only one ball, obviously. But the best part about this for Lamar Patterson, he's going to a place where he's already thrived and he's going to feel comfortable. He's got a great relationship with the coach, and he knows a lot of the same guys. I mean, you bring in Jeremy Confrol, and he knows the rest of the team he played with them so how he's going to enjoy being back in that similar environment and right now Nathan Sobey and Vic Law are one of the best duos in the league uh, off the back of the NBL Cup, though, there was an incredible, incredibly serious and uh, a very sour note to, to end the week on. But uh, the NBL and South East Melbourne Phoenix uh, were made aware, and this is a joint statement from both those sides, that Victoria Police have laid charges against Mitch Creek in respect of alleged assault offences. The NBL and South East Melbourne Phoenix are deeply concerned by the nature of the charges against Mitch Creek and take this matter extremely seriously. The NBL and South East Melbourne Phoenix have held urgent discussions with uh, the Australian Basketball Players Association and Basketball Australia's integrity unit in respect to the allegations. The NBL and the Phoenix uh, also understand that Mitch Creek denies each of the charges and will deal with the matter appropriately through the court process as the body responsible for enforcing the National Integrity Framework, which covers NBL players, Basketball Australia's Integrity Unit, has undertaken a preliminary investigation into the matter. The NBL, South East Melbourne Phoenix and Mitch Creek have all agreed that he will not train or play with the club until further notice. As the matter is before the courts, the NBL and South East Melbourne Phoenix will not make any further comment for now, and that means that precludes us from making any further comment either. But NBL and South East Melbourne have acted quickly, decisively. They've addressed uh, it given the seriousness of these charges, and Mitch won't try or uh, play or train until further notice, and we'll have to wait and see how long that is. But ultimately, it's a matter for the courts to determine, and uh, a very serious matter for the courts to determine. But uh, no Mitch Creek uh, for the foreseeable future for South East Melbourne. Yeah, it's going to be tough for the Phoenix, uh, who is starting to play some good basketball. We know what he does for them and on both ends of the floor. But look, Kyle Adams really stepped up. Now, you got Ryan Brockhoff, you always mm. feed under him for a couple of weeks. But it'll take some adjusting, no doubt, on the basketball court. Uh, let's turn our attention to uh, a bloke who I think's got uh, one of the great and really interesting stories uh, coming into the NBL this year after graduating uh, from college. He was uh, uh, all about the U. Uh, he was a Miami Hurricane at college, uh, born in Calgary. His father, a Serbian handball player, moved to Australia at the age of six, played soccer, tennis, cricket, didn't start playing basketball until he was 12. And if, and if my info is right... Dayon Vasiljevic, uh, your father, when he found out that you wanted to be a basketball player, said, OK, well, that's fine. I want you to play like Drazen Petrovic, one of the all-time greats for the New Jersey Nets. Have I got that story right? Yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, that is a fantastic, uh, uh, I suppose, journey into the game. Welcome to the NBL show, mate. It's, it's great to have you. Um, how are you finding your first season uh, back in Australia after going away to college, uh, playing at the Sydney Kings, one of the biggest clubs in the NBL, and, and showing up and showing out every single night? I think you've got the second best three-point shooting percentage inside the top ten three-point shooters. You're having one hell of a year. 
No, I appreciate you guys having me, but yeah, it's been amazing. Um, obviously, you get to come play at home. I haven't played here in the last five years, so it's kind of good to be back. And obviously, not in Melbourne where my parents live, but I mean, to join the Sydney Kings is a great club. Uh, it's just unbelievable, man. Well, you, you bitch been in Melbourne for the NBL Cup. What are your overall thoughts? How'd you, how'd you enjoy it? Uh, any things that really stood out? And you obviously coming from a big college program, March Madness is about to come. I know it's not a knockout, but did it kind of have a little March Madness feel? How'd you enjoy the NBL Cup? Um, I actually enjoyed a bit of a, a switch up. Um, the first week was pretty tough because we played four games in six or seven days. Um, so that was kind of... As I said, I think in the interview we had, Pete was kind of a little bit of like a nationals. Mm. So you kind of don't have a lot of time to practice. You just, you know, prepare in the film room and just go from there. But no, I liked it. I liked the format and, you know, just playing the amount of games we did was kind of cool. Well, I spoke to uh, your coach, Adam Ford, before the last game you guys played against the Bulls. Fantastic turnaround. That was an incredible offensive output. And he said that because you had that disappointing game against the Hawks the game before, and he exactly said all we could do is really watch film. You don't have time to go put everything on the practice floor. So what was that like? It looked like a completely different Sydney Kings outfit against the Hawks compared to what we saw against the Bullets. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we just had to lock in after the the Hawks gave us a, a thumping. So... I mean, we just all sat down, watched film. Um, you know, we were down at half time, but you know, we just stuck together and you know, came over the top. Um, but yeah, we just kind of just believed in each other and said, "Look, if we're going to finish the cup off the right way, it's with the win, and then we get to go home and you know play a few games in Sydney um, the next couple of weeks." So we did that, and I'm actually looking forward to you know playing in Kudos and playing in front of the Kings uh, fans. Well, I was going to say, that's a big game, Melbourne United on Friday, who have lost three in a row, and I'm sure now that they're back on the practice floor, it's going to be it's not going to be fun to be in Melbourne United training right now. But what are you expecting from that game? And uh, you know the matchup against Melbourne is always highlighted on the calendar for both the Kings and United. I mean, our rivals are the Hawks, but I think United are right up there as well. So um, that would be good. Obviously, they're on a three-game losing streak, and I know Dean Vickerman's probably firing them up for this you know this Friday so we've got to look forward to that and as I said man I just can't wait to play in front of the home fans we've only played two games here so I'm actually looking forward to it and actually playing against United. Speaking of DJ Vasiljevic from the Sydney Kings tell us about the decision to, to come back to Australia to play your first professional year uh, was it pretty cut and dried or was it a really tough call to make you, you, you weren't able to get drafted in the NBA draft were, were there other countries that you could have gone to play at was it a, a tough decision or was it a pretty straightforward one um, I think it was a pretty tough one um, just because of the whole not knowing what the NBA was going to do obviously I wasn't looking at myself getting drafted so you know, just thinking about either making a two-way or trying to get a gig in the G League, but you know, the G League was up in the air. Um, and then obviously Europe was my second option, but not, not, not a lot of money. And then you know, they had a lot of COVID cases. So I was like, look, Australia just announced they're going to start the NBA season in December. That's when it was in August when I signed. And I was like, yeah, I'll just go back there and you know, give it a crack. And I mean, I don't regret the decision. Um, obviously, being back home in Australia, we're playing in front of fans. We get to, you know, travel and kind of just be with, you know, our families and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. When it comes to the standard, has it, has it, have you been pleasantly surprised by how good a competition the NBL now is? I mean, you, you've been away for about four years. I'm sure you kept an eye on the league. But now that you're right in, in it, playing in it, and there's a lot of players with NBA and international experience, does it surprise you just uh, how good the standard is? Yeah, definitely. Obviously, from last year with RJ Hampton and Lamella Ball coming through the next stars, and obviously we have Dieter Lozano on our team too. You know, the NBA 
you know, watches this league. Um, so, you know, scouts are watching it, GMs are watching it, and it's definitely, you know, probably second behind the NBA, in my opinion. So, you know, just to come back and showcase, you know, what I can do against, you know, great talent um, kind of helps my stock. But as I said, I want to help the Kings, you know, win a championship. Well, we know the standard in the league is terrific, and you talk about your team is, is playing some really good basketball. You had a lot of injuries when Xavier Cooks had to play. Glover, um, Kicks was out, um, and Drell Martin's come back in. But what about the other guys on the roster who are just filling their roles? And it seems like everybody plays within themselves. The role clarity is there for the Kings. And mm. you see guys coming. Craig Moller had a massive impact against the Bullets off yes, the bench. Did. Geordie Hunter had a game during the NBL Cup where he didn't miss. A few games were so he was on fire. <laughs> everybody's just stepping up when you need it. And it must be a really fun group to be part of. Yeah, definitely. I think this is probably one of the better groups I've played with throughout my whole you know basketball career just with the team chemistry on and off the court no one has any egos nothing like that no one's getting any you know off off court issues and stuff like that so just kind of going to feel each other off the court but on the court everyone you know knows their role as you said and you know Craig's great for us Geordie's great I think a lot of people don't um, give Sean Bruce enough credit um, he's doing a great job this year um, so definitely shout out to Brucey and obviously we have the veterans of Gules uh, and Kicks so Kind of helps, you know, myself, helps Cass and helps, obviously, Jarrell now that we have him back. We've loved having you on the show, uh, Dayan Vasiljevic. We've loved seeing what you've been putting out. Uh, absolutely lethal from outside and inside as well, mate. Continue on the journey. Uh, good luck to you and the Kings uh, against United. Uh, it's a big month to come as you look to get back into that top four. All the best with it, and we'll speak to you again soon. No, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Uh, Dejan Vasiljevic, uh, what a star he has been and I think everybody's got him up top as their presumptive uh, rookie of the year. I forgot to ask him if his dad actually does believe he plays like Drazen Petrovic now, well, given that was his goal for him. He's just an awesome talent. Like yeah, just, you just, Some guys are just born like this and I've seen him play in college and everything and if he wins rookie of the year, which I think he will, when he looks back at the rookie crop that we had that he's beat out, oh, it's going to be something to remember forever. From the Kings to Melbourne United, it's a big game for them to try and uh, stop a three-game losing streak. Mitch McCarron will join us next. Don't forget, you can watch the Hungry Jacks NBL on SBS Viceland, ESPN, SBS On Demand and Twitch. All games before 7.30 will be broadcast on SBS Viceland. All games after will be broadcast on ESPN. All games will be streamed on SBS On Demand and Twitch. Sam Hargraves, Pete Hooley, the NBL Show on SEN. You're listening to the NBL Show. Play NBL Fantasy for free. You could win $5,000 plus daily prizes at nbl.com.au slash fantasy. Uh, we should echo those sentiments. Uh, win 5,000-plus daily prizes with NBL Fantasy. Play NBL Fantasy for free. Win $5,000 plus. 5,000-plus daily prizes uh, at nbl.com.au forward slash fantasy. Sam Hargraves, Pete Hooley. Uh, joined now by a man that's having an absolutely ripping year. He's part of the 24-man boomer squad, averaging just under 12 points per game, five rebounds, uh, almost five assists per game, running the point for Melbourne United. And I know he'll take it personally that they've lost three in a row uh, as they head to Sydney to take on the arch-rival Sydney Kings. Mitch McCarran, uh, hello. Play with Dean Vickerman under... Good evening, guys. How you going? Now, Mitch, I know all too well, uh, having been played with Dean Vickerman, under Dean Vickerman for a couple of years, and you lose a couple in a row, and, and things on the training track wouldn't be too fun. How's training been so far this week? Yeah, we had a couple of days to kind of, um, well, a couple of days off. Um, obviously, you know, all the teams had a busy schedule in the Cup, and 
Um, games are coming thick and fast, so you didn't really have much time to have a complete day off. Like most days would go in and do video or get what you need, but you were still around it. You were still around the game. So it was really nice to just take a couple of days to get away, do what we need to do as individuals with our families or partners or whatever. And um, today we really got after it and it was good. Well, it's hard because you, you talk about teams in the NBA Cup have played a lot of games. There's a lot of injuries, and you guys have been hampered by injuries. I mean, Shaley's come back now. Chris Golding's come back. No Jack White, no Scotty Hobson. How hard is it to get through a season or even a cup? We'll talk about the NBL Cup. So many games limited. Cup, you know, I thought, you know, after I lost to Perth, we bounced back and played some pretty good ball. Um, of the Cup, you know, I thought, you know, after I lost to Perth, we bounced back and played some pretty good ball. Um, you know, but as you said, it seemed like every game we had major changes, whether it be to a guard, to a big lineup, and we just struggled to have a consistently healthy group. Um, and guys come, came and really stepped up, and then people come back, and you have to revert to maybe a smaller role. Maybe we still require more of you of, of that game, and um, obviously we just weren't able to get it together in the last few games. But um, I'm confident that, you know, it's been, we've had some really good signs of guys stepping up and wanting more, and once we get some guys back, or we find a rhythm with the current group, we, we can still win. Well, the NBL Cup's now just wrapped up. What was your view on the NBL Cup as a whole? And, I mean, a lot of games, limited training, which normally normally players prefer to play games than, than get on the training track. But how would you see the NBL Cup? Are you excited to have this as part of the league maybe for a few years? And well, I'd be all right. Um, yeah, I, I guess, uh, you know, mixed thoughts. Obviously, you know, if we won the whole thing, I'd probably be stoked about it. But... Um, <laughs> You know, for us, like, you know, it, it sucks seeing guys go down um, so much, so many guys get injuries. Um, so it was hard from that standpoint. But other groups are dealing with the same kind of stuff. Um, I thought it was cool to be playing live basketball with fans in Melbourne again. Um, you know, it's been ages since that's been a thing. And not just Melbourne United fans, but just fans in general at the games, even watching on TV and seeing people in the stands is something that we haven't been able to have for so long. So um, that was pretty cool. Um, and I'm interested to see how they how they want to do it in the future. The concept around every quarter counts, and for every quarter you win, getting you a point. How did that change the dynamic of a game, Mitch? Yeah, it, it, it really does change it. Um, you know, for people who are a bit more conservative, and, and I'm probably one of those guys where, you know, at the end of the quarter, you, you want to get a good shot and you want to make sure you go like, oh, what are we going to the next quarter? Or are you going to halftime on a bit of a buzz? Someone just made a big play. And now it's kind of like, oh, what are we down? Three, quick, just shoot a three-pointer. Um, <laughs> so it's kind of like those quick adjustments where it's like, I need to know the exact quarter time score or, or what's been happening in each quarter at the end and you see coaches frantically going over and telling players what the, what the tally is and it's just not a calculation you're too used to doing you kind of just you know you look up at the score that's what it is so it was a bit more math um, I'm not great with math but I'm sure others were better at it well that's all done and dusted fast forward Friday night Sydney Kings probably no better chance to get the season back on track with a win against the Kings bit of a rivalry going what are you expecting from that game I think it'll be a, a fiery one. Obviously, us coming off the, a few losses in a row, we're, we're going to be pretty motivated. And like I said, we had a really good session today. I think we'll have another one tomorrow and um, hopefully roll into Friday with some momentum. And uh, for the Kings, obviously, they didn't end, I'm sure, the way that they wanted to as well. So to find some rhythm. Teams have now, you know, they've got Martin back, which they'll be pumped about. And um, they started to find some rhythm in the cup as well offensively. They're, they're a super hard group to stop at that end of the floor. So, um, yeah, it'll be a fun one. Mitch, we really appreciate it. We're really enjoying the season you're putting together. United's still on top of the ladder, though, and they've got to all come after you still. Uh, hopefully for you guys, it's where you stay. Good luck with it. We'll speak to you again soon.
Thanks very much, guys. Have a good one. Mitch McCarron, uh, absolute jet and having one hell of a season. Um, let's quickly get your tips before we wrap it all up. Uh, Pete Hooley, uh, Kings United. Melbourne will bounce back. Uh, on the very same day, uh, not in the same place, though, uh, this time at RAC, Wildcats back at home oh, against the Taipans. This, back could, at home this could be nasty. With a, probably whatever sold-out crowd you can get, Perth will be ready to... Although they did have their family introduction and came out slow against the Sixers, but I'll say Perth. Yeah, they came back from 21 points down and annihilated uh, the uh, 36ers. Um, Phoenix and 36ers on the next day at John Kane. Oh, you know what? I'm going to say Adelaide. I think Adelaide's play. And Brandon Paul's a jet, so I think he's going to. They'll find some form here. He uh, what was it 25, 26 mm. points on debut. Yeah, I, I agree with you, and I, I, pains me to say it as well because it's got a bit of a soft spot for them. But no, I think the, I think the thirty sixes will win that game as well. Um, but I think the I think the Phoenix make the four this year. No, oh, I'm with you. Yep. Yeah, I'm with you. But I think Adelaide win this. Wait one. till Ryan Brokoff gets rolling, mm. and uh, he, it will just be it'll be raining, raining threes. Uh, Bullets, breakers. Bullets. They'll bounce back. Yep. Uh, United and Illawarra. Melbourne. Melbourne lost that one to Illawarra in the last one. The game of the cup. They won't be too happy. They'll bounce back on that one. Agreed. That's at John Kane Arena. Uh, Kings and uh, still at home versus the Taipans. It's going to be a tough road trip for the Taipans. Well, they need to show us something consistently at some point. I just don't think it's going to happen against the Kings. If the Kings lose Friday, they're not losing two in a row. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Wildcats 36ers to finish out uh, round 10. I think we're going to see Perth go on a little roll here, so Perth will get that one. Yeah, I've got a feeling at the end of the next three-game stretch, if United can't arrest mm. their uh, losses, three losses in a row, they, they, can't, they can't arrest their form slump, are the words I'm trying to say. We could have Perth Ooh, on top. Imagine. Hey, uh, always a pleasure, never a chore. Thanks, mate. Can't wait to see you next week. I oh, know. We'll see you again next week. You can watch the Hungry Jacks NBL on SBS, Viceland, SBN, SBS On Demand and Twitch. All games before 7.30. Uh, they are on SBS Viceland. All games after 7.30.